right, I'm going to start it right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! children over here this is asinine radio this is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh we take the album of the week that we're doing or the artist of the week that we're doing and then we take all of their albums we rank them from worst best to best and then but before we do that we do our six degrees of tom DeLong. if you don't know what that is it's the same idea of the six degrees of kevin bacon but between tom DeLong and the artist of the week artist of the week pod talking is hard sometimes I know, what are you talking uh, about go to <laughs> <laughs> go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We have a we have a, a phone number too. You can call it. Leave us a voicemail. Send us text. You know, only only pause posi vibes, please. No 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 negative stuff. But our phone number is five zero three eight nine three five three zero seven. Honestly, who cares? Just fucking leave us something. I, I don't care. We're, we we need validation. So um, I'm I'm good with the intro. I'm good with the intro. I could tell you're bored. Um, I'm very always. bored. So let's let's just get right into our six degrees of Tom DeLong. I know you didn't do anything. Uh, you failed this week, but that's fine. yeah. I don't know what happened. I totally did. I forgot. That's fine. I, I just got one this week, and I'll go through it real quick. Let's hear uh, it. So we start with Steve Evets. Evets. He uh, produced the record "Let It Unfold You" from Census Fail. Um, he also produced the Story of the Year album in the wake of Determination, which is their second record. Um, if you don't know the guitar player, I forgot his name right now, uh, is also in Goldfinger with Feldy, but also Feldy has produced at least one story of the year record. And then, you know, Feldy to blink, blink to Tom. So there you go. That, that was the easiest one of them all. That, that guy, that Steve, Steve Avets, he's produced a lot lot of stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like a (laughs) A lot of good stuff. Yes. What? (laughs) A lot other good stuff, you mean, right? A lot of good stuff. Let's just say that. Yeah, including the album of the week. Yeah, he's put out. Yeah, he's he's definitely produced a lot of good stuff and engineered <laughs> a lot of good stuff. So, <laughs> oh okay. boy. Okay, so so let's um let's just start. Let's start from from um, the beginning because that's always the greatest place to start. Um, first things first. So, what? Uh, let's start with the the worst census fail census fail. Fucking my god! There's there's seven, right? Over. We have seven, seven there's albums. Seven, yes. Okay. Seven. Do you do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? And you know what? I forgot to listen to their EPs. That's I all right. Apologize. That's okay. So, um, no, you go for no, you you always go first. This is your. I plan, know, but so. like this is my this is this was my pick. I did not think you were gonna like ninety percent of this, and so <laughs> I don't care no, because just, I, I I love it. It's dear no, to my heart. Either. Um, but I, okay, so my, my least good. favorite, my least favorite, um, is the fire. It's their fourth album, 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the heaviest, one of the hardest things they've done, especially so far uh, being their the fourth fire? album. Yeah. Up and cause before that, it's just let it unfold you. And then album two, and then life is not a waiting room Did you up until that point. Fell this week? Yeah. The, the, yeah. 
Oh, Dude, okay. I don't know. I, still searching and life is not a waiting room are not that heavy. Um, okay. Yeah. But You're there's, right, they're not. There's a lot of... The fire, the, dude, the fire is for sure the hardest thing they, they've done up until that point. But oh, oh, up until that point. Okay, I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, no, up until that point. Okay, I, th- okay. I thought you were saying in general, and I no, 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 do no. not agree with that. Okay. No, there's, they have two other albums that are leaps and bounds harder than that. But there's a lot of there's a lot of metalcore sound in the fire, in like the cleaner mm-hmm. parts. I There's hardcore vocals. They're solid. They sound great. But the album never takes off. It never... It's never fast enough to really get behind. It is never intricate enough to like be interesting. It's not a bad record. It's it's just well, it's just whatever's. I uh, I did like the song Lifeboats. I thought that was pretty solid. There's a lot of that aggressive vocals, but I think the song itself also never realized its full potential. Much like the band as a whole, outside of <laughs> Let It Unfold You. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that's your number seven. So my number seven is also The Fire, the fourth record. Damn. Uh, this one, uh, it's this album is way more ballad-based, and as we all know, I'm not much of a balladman. Dude, you love um, ballads. What <laughs> album do we do where you love the ballads? It was uh, The Alkaline Trio. Trio. You love, you're a balladman. Dude, one, I don't even remember the name of the album now. <laughs> 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 What's the name of that album? I don't oh, know, God. Ballad Album? Ballad Album, yeah. Uh, but no, th- this uh, this this one, the fire, is a lot more ballad based, and uh, parts of it remind me of later Yellow Card. The way his, his he sings the vocal melodies, even the balladness of Yellow Card, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Um, but in the end, you know, a lot of the songs just bleed into each other, and I was getting so frustrated with this record. I, dude, I was so over it. Like, <laughs> you have no idea. I got halfway through this, and I I thought I don't know if I could. This is like, I, I almost got to the point where this is like the Poison Week. Like, I wasn't sure if I could get through the rest of this band. I just, I was so just over it. Compl- like, not, not to say that it's necessarily bad, but I was just, just bored of it at this point. Up, up until this point, I was just fucking bored. So the only song that stood out a little bit was New Year's Eve. Uh, it is a bit slower and a little bit ballady. But it does have some of the it does have the heaviest breakdown on the entire record. But outside of that, and this this record is, um, you know, very plain old people for this genre. It's okay, so niche so genre. You said up until this point I was bored. So that includes albums one, two, three, and then four. No, no, no I said so up, you, I mean, well, I meant I meant once. Okay, I meant once I got to this album, I was pretty damn bored. And I and I thought, oh my god, what 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 have I got myself into? I got three records left. How am I going to do this? But I did, okay. I was able to so pull you, through. I was able. So to you pull may through. or may not have been bored for their first three albums. I mean, it's, it's fucking possible. Well, at least let it unfold. Use above this. So that's that's good. That's good. It's your top six out of that's seven. True, it is my top six. <laughs> okay. Top six, okay. Yeah. Or maybe I just forgot to rank it. Who knows? That would be sad. <laughs> All right, so what do you got for your number six? Life is not a waiting room. This is the third album, two thousand and eight. This is um, this got pretty bad reviews, and it's almost like they kept more from their first album than, than separated themselves from their second album. Like it's aggressive mm-hmm. sometimes, and there's way more hardcore vocals than their second album. But the clean vocals here are really, really pop punkish, and they're really whiny. And yeah. 
they're already kind of whiny and let it unfold you. And it's just, for me, it's just a right amount of whininess matched with everything else that we'll talk about later. But Life Is Not a Waiting Room just didn't, it didn't blend as well as, as, as Let It Unfold You did. It just, it was a weird, it was a weird progression from album one, two, and then album three is like a mixture of both of them, but not doing anything good. Okay. All right. Uh, Wool's at the Door. That's my favorite song from this one. This was one of the more aggressive songs, and it reminded me a lot of their first album. Dope song. Mm-hmm. Playlisted. <laughs> playlisted? Playlisted. Oh, my God. I don't know if I'd playlist any of these songs. Even album of the week? <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. Damn. All right. So so my my number six is uh, Still Searching, their second record. Uh man, this is um this this takes all of the um the melodic the melodic stuff from Let It Enfold You and just let's just make a record doing that. Let's not let's not really expand on anything. Let's not do anything very exciting. That's what this record was. It doesn't really go anywhere. It just, I was surprised. Honestly, I was very surprised that they didn't really try anything new. They just took on the the more pop elements, but even the pop elements weren't that great. So, eh, whatever. This album was, I just, I don't care for. My the, the, the one decent song was Shark Attack because there was some pretty damn cool guitarists in this, in this song. There's some good guitar parts, I should say. Not just riffs, but just good guitar parts. It's faster. It's a little bit more aggressive. That breakdown's actually really cool with that one, that one pinch harmonic. That's all, <laughs> that's all they threw in there was that one. And it has a guitar solo. I think it's the only song on all their record, on all those records, I think, that has a, like a proper guitar solo. So that was interesting. Um, but yeah, other than that, still, still searching their second record is not that great. So that's my number six. That was a tough one for me too. That was a tough one. Okay. I, I will say, I will say that my top three are the only ones I'll ever go back to. I will never go back to anything else. So at most my bottom four are getting ones, maybe like a 1.4 or something. Oh, I, I mean, right now we're still at the ones for me. I mean, listen to it once just to so you know what you're getting yourself into. But outside of that, no, I mean, <laughs> never, ever go back to these. Dude, it's like Still Searching has like their biggest songs too on it. What song is it? Uh, like Calling All Cars. And then there's another one too on Still Searching. Can't Be Saved. Oh, like those yeah, are like, fuck, like their biggest songs. Do not remember those at all. Okay. All right. I mean, we'll, I mean also, you know, I, I'm I'm being pretty critical of it right now. But I mean, I'll I'll kind of explain that further once we get into the to the to the album of the week. But so I'm not just being like a total outright hater. It's just you know we'll, we'll this, get into it later. This is this is one of those albums that even if you hate it entirely, I uh, I don't I don't I wouldn't care because this week was <laughs> I listened to this album like seven times. Wait, let it unfold you? Yeah. Oh, okay. All of which. <laughs> Ron vinyl. I listened to it all oh on vinyl. God, dude. I fucking love this. Oh, it's so good. All right, number five, their third worst best is Renacer. Renacer, their fifth album, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, pronounce it really? I think it's a Spanish word for something. I don't know. Renacer. 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 I just said Renacer. Yeah, that that's probably <laughs> wrong. So damn Renacer. White. Yeah. Uh, this is this is this is arguably like up there with like their heaviest and their hardest. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's a good direction for the band. I, I I respect it. I like the direction they're going. I dig. 
Um, mm-hmm. But it's just not intricate. You know, I, I'm not a big metalcore fan, but when you listen to bands like As It Lay Dying and you hear like how damn good they are at their instruments <laughs> and then you hear like Renaissance and it's like, okay, they're they're mimicking that sound, but it's like 15-year-olds mimicking the sound. Like they're not good at their instruments. <laughs> that's what that's what really gets me. And this band's not really like that great at their instruments anyway, but Renaissance was just the biggest gap between what it what it could sound like and then what it actually sounds like and i i did enjoy it after a while but the second half the second half was fucking pretty trash first half was good the second half i thought was pretty trash that's why it's so high but also i would never ever go back to this album i have no i have no favorite song either really no favorite song Uh, after all the trash that you've already talked about you have no favorite song no there i was i just i was it was better than the than the other two that I mentioned. the The fire life mm-hmm. is not waiting room, but I don't know, man. Like these guys just never got better at their instruments. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of lineup changes, though. So that is true. I mean, a lot. A so. lot of clearly a lot of first time musicians, because that's what the fucking that's what this band sounds like. They're doing is just hiring yeah. first time musicians. And and if you look at like all the band members that have joined, there's only like one band member that's come in from another band that had any form of success, and that was Strike Anywhere. Yeah, you know, none of these members came from anything, came from any other band that that has toured extensively or put out records and shit like that. But even like Strike Anywhere isn't isn't like an A tier of the genre. They're no C plus tier of the genre. Absolutely, absolutely, and like you said, it it shows. It shows at at points. Um, okay, so number five for me is uh, Life is Not a Waiting Room, their third record. Uh, this is, to me, this is a more refined production than the last two. I, I feel I like I like the, the sound and the tone of this record um, because at moments on the first two records, it's just, it's it's too whiny. It's just, I don't know, man. It's it's kind of annoying. It, it is. and But th- this record is... It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's a little bit more exciting. Um, it just sounded like they 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 kind of knew what they wanted and what they they knew what they were doing when they recorded this record, rather than just going into a studio and just going nuts. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd never go back to this record. This is still an, this is still a one out of three for me. Uh, my favorite song, is, though, my favorite song though is uh, "Wolves at the Door." Oh, Could, this guy! It's, it's it's a pretty heavy song. It's or at least it starts off heavy, I should say. Um, but those clean vocals, they are so pop punk, <laughs> very, very pop punk. And that was kind of nice. Cause normally he, he doesn't sing too pop punkish. He sings more like Adam Lazara, uh, from taking back Sunday, which we'll get more into later. But, um, yeah, this song was, it was, I not playlistable, but one out of three. So what do you got for number four? Uh, let, okay. Let's see. Let, let me just guess your top four here. Mm hmm. I think Pull the Thorns is going to be your number one, Which followed one? by Pull Pull the Thorns oh, from oh, Your Heart. Well, we'll see. I think I think Renaissance will be your second. I think Let It Unfold will be your third. And then I think, you know what, maybe even like If There's Light will be your third and Let It Unfold will be your fourth. That's, that's, <laughs> what I'm go- that's what I'm going for. Okay. I mean, you might be right, but we'll you, see. We'll see how it goes. Well, you're looking at your list right now, probably like I can hear the clicks deleting and copying and pasting <laughs> and stuff. I haven't even touched anything. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, right, what do you their got? second album, Still Searching. 
This is a trash record. This is it's not it's not trash. They're they're changing. They're changing. It's it's a little bit. They've almost completely eliminated the hardcore vocal hardcore vocals. Hardcore vocals. The H X C Vox entirely. There's there's not too many breakdowns, and overall, this album is a is a is a pop punk effort with a little screamo and emo, but not like the hard emo like okay. Yeah. What we know as emo in the 2000s is hair parted to the side, black t-shirt emo. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne Heights. Hawthorne know, Heights Ohio's emo. for light lovers, yeah. Because there is like emo started as a harder version of itself and then eventually changed into the TPK, the tight pants kid emo. The, tight, the, the TPK, the TPK screamo. Yes. Um, but still searching. It's not bad. It's just, eh, eh it's whatever's. Um, Every day is a struggle. That's my favorite song from here. You can hear the roots. I I I dig. It's buried a bit, and it's 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 a bit overindulgent in the drums and the vocals. They're very loud. There's a lot of them, but the guitars have some cool licks. And there's a lot of like there's a lot of spots that a that a cool breakdown could have been inserted. Yes, the, it wasn't. But there's but like I don't know. It's a cool blueprint. It's a cool template for what could have been a really rad song. Now, I didn't. I didn't playlist it though. Actually, I was gonna say something, but I'll I'll, I'll hold off until the main episode. Okay. Because it just made me think of something. But Are you gonna forget what you're about to say? No, no. I'm I'm gonna write it down. So you type it down. So. You're gonna write it down or type it down? Click, click, gonna, click, I'll, click, 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 click. I'll type it right now. Oh, hold on. Let me let, let me type this. You type what you thought about typing. Thank you. <laughs> right now, sir. Got it. Okay, so that was your number four. My number four is so my four and three. <laughs> They could easily be interchangeable. I think I'm only ranking my number four where it is right now because I feel bad. Um, so my number four is if there's if light, there's light it, will find it will find you. Find you. Yeah. yeah. So number three so, is let it unfold you. So I was right. You tell me like I'm not right. I'm right. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> come on. I'm right. Oh, my God. So, yeah, if there is light, it will find you is their latest record, their seventh record. Um Man, this is uh, coming off of two pretty aggressive records, and I wasn't expecting this. This was, um, it was decent. It was good, maybe, at moments. Uh, a lot of Jimmy World. I got a lot, a lot of Jimmy World from this this one. And uh, this is also the, the first record that was written solely by uh, the singer, uh, Neil. Wait, wait, what the fuck is his name right now? Oh, my God, what is his fucking name? Nielsen, uh, Buddy Nielsen. Yeah, Buddy Nielsen. The singer. I can remember Buddy Nielsen, either. Leslie Nielsen. Uh, this is the the first record that he wrote. This is his record, essentially like a solo record. Uh, so we shouldn't even have ranked it, but whatever. Uh, yeah, like I said, I get a lot of Jimmy World um, style on this, vocally, melodically, musically, even at points. I don't know if he's a huge, you know, fan of theirs, but yeah, it's it's this album is not heavy. It's not aggressive at all. It's it's this is like the closest they've ever got to like traditional emo. Ever, but it was good. It wasn't annoying because Buddy has a really annoying way of singing sometimes. But it really wasn't that annoying on this rec on this record. So uh, my favorite song is uh, "You Get So Alone," um, just because this is it. Just it just makes me think of Jimmy World and Jimmy World are they're, they're a good band, a great band. They yeah they're, so. they're they have good they're parts to band. them. <laughs> Dude, I think we there was only like one or two records we didn't we agreed that we didn't like. When we did them a few months ago, because they're a great band. 
Like when when you t- when you take Clarity and Bleed American out of this out of the equation, they're a solid band, but they're so overshadowed by those two records. If you took Clarity and Bleed American out of their discography, that's a mm-hmm. band that that was ne- that would never be great. They'd be good, you're right, but they would never be great. Yeah, yeah. But there's I mean, they're a dime a dozen. Girls like you are a dime a dozen, so I don't care. <laughs> Oh gosh! So yeah, that's, that's my that's my number four, possibly number three, depending on my mood. So, what do you got for number three? Number four, right? No, number you're right. Number no, three. we're in one three, one three, one three. We're in top three. Okay, uh, pull the thorns, pull the thorns from your hurt. Six album, two thousand fifteen. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you like this record, dude. This was this 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 record was boss. I liked Renaissance like a lot. I thought it was really cool. And then this one came on. I'd never heard this one before. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, dude. They just like, they just stomped all over Renaissance. They, they, they took all of the great things from that and made it better. Mm-hmm. This is a cool album. This is, this is the start of the two point zeros and up. This is a, it's okay. a concept album. It explores itself in four different parts. It's ambitious for these guys and it's done well. <laughs> It is. It really is. It's. It's. They. Mm-hmm. They. They set out to do something and they accomplished it in forty-eight minutes or fifty minutes or however long it is. And there's a lot of pretty heavy shit on this one, and I was very, very happy with it. Dying words, my favorite second second half track song, super aggressive, super heavy, but with lighter lyrics and like pleasant, like yeah. like a positive message, a very nice contrast, and. I mean, hate this band as much as you will. There's a lot of lyrics on on our album of the week, especially, but overall that that are deeper than you probably ever thought would even be possible for a band like this. And <laughs> pull the thorns from your heart was just it was cool. It was good. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it was just it was just great. It was just you know, it's no like fucking Tommy by the Who or anything, but it's a it's a cute attempt. It was even cute. That record. Come on. Tommy by the Who? It's a good record, but I wouldn't fuck like, out of here. Like it's kid out. I wouldn't dude. say it's like top twenty of like the greatest of all time. Like top twenty like concept records? Oh concept. okay, you're talking concept. Okay, never mind, never mind. No, like just straight like concept records. Like pull the thorns from your heart was is, is a cute attempt at a, at least buddy, one guy a, trying to write something that that's cohesive. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 there. It's there. It's there more than a lot of the other albums are there, and I, I really, I really enjoy the My top three albums, I would buy in vinyl. I have one of them, but my top two and three. I can't, I can't believe if there is light, it will find you so high, for you. That's shocking. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense when I get to it. When of course, it's not about your number it, one. It'll make sense. Cock, no, but. of course not my number one. You silly! Come on, <laughs> you silly boy! You fall down. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was your number three. Uh, my, my number three is Let It Unfold You, so I'm not going to get into that uh, right now. So what do you got for number two? Uh, if There Is Light, It Will Find You. This is their seventh album. Just came out. It's brand new, 2018. Still wet behind the fucking ears. So mm-hmm. half of this album is pretty like mediocre pop punk songs that I can kind of get behind. They're, they're good. They're not great, but the other half, Tyler, Tyler, Rebecca, and instead, the other yes. half is fucking banger pop punk songs. 
fucking banger pop punk songs. There's very little of their hardcore element whatsoever on this, but that's fine. That's okay. They just they annihilated our ears with with everything else that they had done prior to this that you know pull the thorns and renaissance that were super heavy and different and then they went into the pop punk realm and that's totally fine i dig it and i love it double cross the opening track that that is now one of my i've never heard this album before that is now one of my favorite census fail songs interesting might even it might even be like top five you know what it is top five Double Cross, top five senses feel songs for me. Amazing pop punkage going on. I love the way he sings. It's whiny, but there's still strain in his vocals. It's not completely whiny. Like you mentioned earlier, Yellow Card. I do also find a lot of similarities in the way he sings. Also to the way Ben sings in Yellow Card. Like there's a or Ryan Key sings in Yellow Card. I find a lot of similarities between the two. But he's never he's never one hundred percent whiny. It's like sixty five percent whiny and then 35 percent you can tell that he's been yelling (laughs) so i dig if there's like it will find you banger of an album that's your number two so my my number two is pull the thorns from your heart sixth record uh this one um to me it's i mean this this is a, a really fantastic record it doesn't have the same grit as uh as another one of the records but the regression is still all there, and uh, it, it there are points too where it's almost like I don't want to say spoken word, but there's some like weird breakdowns where he just kind of talks, and uh, which was cool. I mean, it's it's not like Henry Rollins in uh, Black Flag, but it was cool, and um, yeah, and I also had no idea that he came out during this album, during this album cycle, or a lot of the stuff that that he touched upon was him coming out of the closet or coming out as queer. So I thought I I had no fucking clue, no idea. Yeah. Doesn't seem like I don't know. Just I don't know. I just I did not did not see it coming. After all the lyrics I read about on the on the Let It Unfold You, I just never thought about it. But yeah, no. Th- this this record is really it's actually pretty damn good. Pretty hard. Pretty heavy. Um, my favorite my favorite song is Dying Words. I think this is probably one of their best songs ever. Uh, this is uh this is the heaviest fastest on the record and. The drummer, he hits those fucking drums so damn hard. So hard. And I, I think it's great. I think it's a great song. Absolutely great song. Killer record. And yeah, that's that's my number two. Pull the thorns from your heart. Damn. So your number one is obviously Let It Enfold You. Yeah. So. Leaps and bounds. Like, like, well, it's not it's even not. close. <laughs> it's not even a close race. Oh God! It's like Usain so, Bolt, like fucking racing a three-legged dog. Like it's it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number one is Renaissance, Renaissance, as I like to say it. I'm Their truly, I'm truly surprised. Fucking surprised! I knew it'd be, um, I, I knew it'd be top three at least, but I'm, I'm like number one. Damn! What? I was, um, like I said earlier. I, I got through their fourth record and I barely did it. I could barely get through it. And I was just bummed thinking, fuck man, I got three records left. This is going to be really tough. I don't know how I'm going to differentiate between the different songs. And then the the opening riff of, of this, this album, of the title track of Renaissance, which is my favorite song on the record. I mean, it is so sludgy. It is so gritty and dirty and gross and 
fuck, man, that is a great opener. It is so heavy. And I was, I was very taken aback. I did not, this, this completely caught me off guard. No, I had no idea that they made music like this. Um, yeah, it's very metalcore, but it's good metalcore. It's not, I don't know who I'm trying to compare it to, but it's not, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, yeah. And I, I, I think the, the big reason for that is that their main songwriter, um, what's his name? Not what, what's uh, his first name? Not Zablocki. What's the guitarist's name? Oh, Garrett. Yeah. Garrett Zablocki. He, he, this is, this is the first record without him. So they brought in a new guy and I mean, it just, it changed the dynamic of the band and their style and, Dude, this whole album just sounds tough, just really tough, and I like I like it a lot. There are so there are clean vocals, obviously, but they perfectly complement everything else going on. Like it's not it's not obnoxious. I was never annoyed when I listened to this record. I thought it was a pretty solid record. I would go back to this, definitely go back to this. <laughs> That's my number one. <laughs> it's it, I was I was I was very very surprised by that one. Well, but would you buy it in the vinyls? I I would buy I would buy the my top two on vinyls and I looked it up and they're like two hundred dollars. What? So I'm shit out of luck. Yeah, I looked at it like right when I like right when I started listening. Like I was halfway through each record and and I looked it up and yeah, they're fucking expensive. So oh, that's fun. Yeah, super bummed. But yeah, I would definitely buy these on on if they were like fifteen to twenty bucks, I would buy them for yeah. sure. Yeah, so that's my number one, and um, yeah, so let's we'll get into the main episode of Let It Enfold You, so stay tuned for that. Go to Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media, at Hassanine Radio. Thank you all for listening, uh, and that's it. That's all. That's all. all. Raul Montesquieu.